0: Good afternoon, good night. It's Kid Coffee Black. Fire in the Kitchen podcast. Uh, welcome back. I'm on my uh, last couple of days off of work before I can sit down for a few. Enjoy my charm with my little one. Not so little anymore. But, same old shit. Um, what's up, man? How y'all doing? <coughs> Hopefully everybody's good. Hopefully this week ain't been kicking your ass a little too tough. Just hoping that uh things have been pretty much smooth sailing for y'all, man. hot as fuck <coughs> shit <coughs> you can always tell it's a podcast at the payday because I cough a whole lot more <coughs> <coughs> uh, but I'm uh I'm gonna enjoy my time with my youngin this weekend I'm going to try to record a couple extra shows. That way, uh, don't interfere with what what we got going on this weekend. I don't really know what we're going to do, but we'll figure this shit out, man. Usually we do. Um, Have y'all ever heard of a guy, his name is David Goggins. Um, David Goggins is a bad motherfucker, man. I mean, a real bad motherfucker. Like, like, um, you know, you, you the dudes you hear about in, in, in history, you know what I'm saying? The motherfuckers who used to accomplish goals, like real warrior type of niggas. David Goggins is a bad motherfucker. And, uh, for the past couple of days, I've been just listening to him, listening to him give, um, speeches and give advice and I listen to him on the Joe Rogan podcast and uh the dude is just super inspirational, man. Like to the point to where the motherfucker will make you get up out your seat immediately and want to take action. Uh, his story is incredible. I mean, it's it's almost to the point to where it is almost unbelievable. Um this man uh, was born to a pimp and uh, he never mentioned if his mother lived the lifestyle, but he he mentioned that his father was, was running prostitutes all over the, the city of Buffalo, New York. Uh, he goes on to explain that he comes from a background of extreme abuse, both mentally and physically. At the hands of his father and other people in his neighborhood. Um, all the way up until the age of eight when his mom finally decided to leave her, uh, his abusive father. And um, he said they moved to a small town in Indiana where he experienced harsh racism. Because there were uh, ten black families in the entire city. So it was like a total culture shock for him, man. And he said he spent most of his life up into his adolescence just not understanding and not knowing who he was and what did he wanted to do with himself and um he said he found his purpose when he went to the military he signed up for the, the air force became an air force pilot you know what I'm saying badass paratrooper motherfucker but when he went to um become something else, he, he tried to trans transition, and uh, he said that the fear of water killed his career, and the fear of uh, not making it killed his career, so he got out of the military, um, and he started a regular-ass job, like he became a regular motherfucker, and he hated it. Um, he said... That He got so miserable in this pest control job that he was doing. He swelled up to 295 pounds. So he got out of the military at 170. Can you imagine the stress that you have to be under in order to let life just consume you like that? This is a man who was probably at his physical peak and depression and worry and sickness of the mind took over his body um he said uh eventually he got so fat and he got so so upset with himself you know what i'm saying he's just looking around and he said he went into a jack-in-the-box one night to do his job you know pest control rats and roaches he looked around and he said he pulled out a refrigerator and it was an infestation. And he said that moment triggered in his brain that he was a loser. Um said he he just wasn't content with his life. And he said that the, the ratches the the the, the ratches, the roaches and the rats behind these refrigerators and these appliances, um gave him a life assessment. He's like, "Dog, is this what I've become?" You know what I'm saying? I'm probably one of the baddest motherfuckers in the world for real. Is this what I've become? So he said he uh he set out to become a Navy SEAL. Um being that he had prior military service, he was one of the prime candidates. However, um in the military there are physical requirements, height and weight. And every recruiter he went to Told him he would never lose the weight. Say he didn't have a chance. Uh, there was a, a time limit. <coughs> to which he had to. <coughs> lose his weight and. <coughs> and everybody he, he encountered. <coughs> said it was fucking impossible. Uh, he got absolutely defeated. Mentally before he had ever stepped foot outside of the door to try and make himself better um and that's where i got the term master your mind from uh <clears throat> he said <coughs> after a while <coughs> He had to trick himself into <coughs> <coughs> believing in the what if factor and believing in the power of what if. Um, he said up, up until that very point in his life he had taken every negative situation and every obstacle that would put in front of him and he harbored on it. Um, he said in this moment he was making a transition he needed to use that as fuel um sometimes we have to lose the ability to care about being judged or being ridiculed or um being criticized by other people um other people's thoughts and opinions will hinder us from doing things that we need to do in order to ascend or go to another level. When someone places a limit on you, um, they are only doing so through their mind and through their idea of what they are capable of. So when someone tells you that you can't do something, what they're really telling you is, you can't, I can't do it so there's no way that you can When in reality, it might not even be the case. It might just be that this person is afraid. They're afraid to push themselves beyond their limits. Um, Some some people are afraid to find out what their limit is. Um, My man Goggins said that the moment that that clicked over for him in his brain, he just went full steam ahead. And for the next six months, he grinded, and he lost 90 fucking pounds. Uh, low rep work. Um, just, he he said he would do the same workout, but thousands and thousands and thousands of reps. And he said uh, people would ask him, yo, why you ain't got loose skin? You lost all of this weight. He said, because I turned it all into muscle mass. I trained my mind to believe that even when I've reached the breaking point, there is something beyond that. And that's where growth is. Growth is past your point of comfortability. Success is past what you think your limit is. Once you come up to where where you think uh, you need to stop, you need to take a couple more steps. And um that's the power of what if. Uh, uh well, well, what if I can do this? Um what if I do this, what will happen next? We need to uh train ourselves, train our minds, and to believe in that we are we are capable of doing anything. Cause it's true. Um my man Goggin said he got so Fit and so in shape that once he made SEAL and said he was one of only 35 black Navy SEALs ever in the history of the country. Only 35. A lot of people ask um, about swimming and um, black people's ability to swim and the way. My man Goggins um, framed it. It's called negative buoyancy. There are a lot of us who have a very high bones density that doesn't allow us to float. And the way my man Joe Rogan put it, he was like, oh, you, you're, you, you know, uh, you, you thick, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's like, I get it. I'm thick. I'm negative buoyancy. Like, I'm built like a monkey. I'm built like a chimpanzee. People who are built like chimpanzees don't float. And it's true, man. <laughs> it is it, very true because I'm not a floater. Like by no by no means. But um, the concept that uh, my man Goggins was just proposing is uh the ability to kill your ego. A lot of us believe that our ego is bravado or um our ego is only uh, a positive self image. And in reality, um, the ego is evil. The ego tells you when you're doing wrong, and when you're doing right, and when you're doing wrong. Unfortunately, um, a lot of situations occur where we uh, we come up against what we feel like is an insurmountable obstacle get complacent. I sometimes man um I wake up feeling as if I wasn't good enough yesterday. But my man say if you ain't good enough, make yourself good enough. And take the steps to be good enough. This is all about work. This is all about working hard, man. You know what I'm saying? We all, we're all people. We're all human beings. The problem is like, uh, mediocrity and enjoying comfort of mediocrity. Because being average is comfortable as fuck. Being regular is so fucking comfortable, man. And we could all be extraordinary. We we could uh, we could all be great. Like we all had the potential to be amazing. People would rather be regular than work hard, and y'all would y'all would rather be common than than sweat and struggle to be greater. I've come to find out that um, in this microwave society of instant gratification and instant success, um, actual permanent results and, 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 and learning and healing and understanding comes from struggle and trauma. You have to experience things. You have to fail. You have to experience losses in order to learn, in order to grow. Just remember, man, your limit ain't your limit, man. You just, you 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 don't know what your limit is. You've never reached this yet. You know. You you just have to keep going. Just push through, yo. that through my struggle and through my suffering, I'm in a position that a lot of people would care to be in. (coughs) When I get tired and, uh, ask myself, what am I doing? Always remember, like, uh, I have to take great pleasure in knowing that there was someone who would love to be in the position that I'm in. And I look back at where I came from and the uh, uh, dumb ass moves I've made and the silly mistakes have the ability to say that I'm still here is a miracle. I understand that. also understand that since I am here, that means I'm here for a purpose. And I used to be afraid because I didn't know what my, my purpose was. And then, uh. I became a father realize how important my my uh my title is as daddy I have to push past my my insecurities push past um the things that make me afraid. a blunt just keeps unraveling yo it's fucking awful you have to live within your fears to overcome <laughs> no i want to um to pride myself on having the balls to be afraid and still push forward. <clears throat> I think they call that courage. I want to be a courageous man, man. I want to be courageous in everything that I do. My man Goggins says uh, we should write lists of things that we hate to do. And then when we start to get comfortable, go do those things we hate to do. He said, "Being uncomfortable is the best thing for you because you don't learn anything when you're continuing to do what you enjoy. You're not obtaining anything you're not it's there's no challenge, and I think that's uh That's going to be the next chapter of my life, man. Just challenging myself. Trying to find um, people who know more than me. Get in a... Get in a room with some people who are... um, Maybe a little more intellectual than me. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they know better finance. Maybe they know... A little more about the music business than me. I read a, uh, a quote the other day. I don't. It said it was Confucius, but I don't know if it's actually Confucius. So do what do what you will with that information. Um, but it says if you are the smartest person in the room, then you are in the wrong room. And I want to make an effort to to make sure that I am. Moving around in the um, in different rooms, man. Seeing some different faces. I need to interact more. I need to get out. Um, be amongst people. Luckily, I have uh, someone in my life who's very extroverted. Does well with people. She plays well with others. Unlike me. So that should be good for me. Should improve my. uh, <laughs> uh My social standing. You've been training your whole life. For. Whichever direction that you go in, from the moment you took your first breath up until now, at this point where you're listening to me say these words, your entire life has been training for the direction that your life is taking. So if you look back and the decisions that you made are leading you in the wrong direction, you need to change your path. kid, man. Fire in the kitchen. I'm gonna drop a couple of sleepers on y'all. Try to find some bops. Uh, Shout out to the Spotify listeners. Shout out to the Google Play listeners. Hey, man, Um, whatever podcast apps y'all have, let me know because I'm sure I'm on that platform in some way, shape or form. And I can send you a link to the show for your specific platform, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio. I'm out here, man. I'm doing this. Um, I'm trying to have my voice on a thousand phones, bro. Um. I drop one of these daily, yo. Like, I, 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 how many podcasts do y'all listen to out there where well, they drop a daily episode? You know what I'm saying? And I ain't even on no topical references. I come on here, I tell y'all what's on my mind, um, give y'all some quotables to walk away with, and I'm trying to build a better community. I ain't trying to change the world, I'm trying to change the world around me. And, uh, I'm pretty sure everybody who listens to this show has interacted with me on a one-on-one basis in some way, shape, or form. Um, So that means y'all touched my lives and I touched y'all lives in some way. We're a community, man. We're in this together. Uh, With that being said, throw some love my way. Shout me out give me a share give me a like got the facebook page um yeah man finally get your podcast so R&B is the flavor of the day and uh Truck, my nigga Jeremiah's been doing it on a high level for a long time. Um, this song is a couple years old, but not a lot of people know it, unfortunately. Um, so if it's off his Late Nights Europe project. If you have uh, any of those, whatever your DSP is, go out there and um, look for that especially if you got an old lady, it's worth it, uh, but the track is British Headboards by Jeremiah. I don't know why that shit didn't want to light, uh, in keeping with the groovy ass theme, Cause I'm a groovy nigga. Um, next track comes from Anderson Pot. Uh, if you haven't checked out his Oxner project, um, I think that's I think that's yeah yeah Oxner. Just check that out. It's okay. Um, but yeah, this is uh, "Come Home" Anderson Pot featuring Andre 3000. This verse. This fucking verse, bro.